Hey everybody, the quote of the day is this. Don't wait for your ship to come in, but swim out to it. Said by someone named Kathy Hopkins, and I don't know who that is, but this is Erin Tarr with the Be The Benchmark podcast, the podcast for strong moms raising fierce daughters. So thanks for joining us today. We're gonna get right into our topic about habit number one. If you have been around Benchmark at all in the past couple of years that we've been doing programs and working with teen girls, you will know that the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Sean and Stephen Covey. So Stephen Covey wrote the Seven Habits of Effective People and Sean Covey, his son, adapted it for teens. And then I think Stephen Covey adapted it for kids. So there's several books all about the seven habits, same seven habits. And we today are gonna talk about habit number one, which is be proactive. So when I talk to young girls about being proactive, there are so many aspects of this that we get into. Of all of the seven habits, I think this one is actually the most dense, meaning there's so many different topics we could talk about, so many different angles we could come at it from. And so I'm not going to get into all of those today, but we're going to start. So expect to hear about habit number one more than once if you decide to listen to this podcast on a regular basis. But today, I'm going to tell you actually a little story about my second daughter. And this is actually something that just happened this summer. So my all all of my kids love to perform all of the time. I don't know where they get that. That's so weird. Uh, just kidding. It's from me. And they decided, the older two, decided that they were going to try out for our local production of Annie. And this is a pretty big deal because they've been involved in smaller productions before, but usually it's something that I sign them up for and automatically they're in the show. And then their audition, so to speak, is just for which part they're going to get in the show. Well, this is adult real community theater so there's only 10 to 12 kids in the entire show. Turns out over 60 kids auditioned for those parts. So I definitely knew that it was going to be a situation where they might not get in the show at all. So turned out that both of them made callbacks, which for those of you who are not in the theater world, that means you do an initial audition and it's kind of like a second interview, a second chance to show them your stuff. And so they narrowed the, the cast from the six over 60 people that had auditioned down to, I want to say it was like 15 or 20 maybe. So it was a much smaller group. They got to go do another audition, another level. Both of them got to go, so that was a pleasant surprise and very exciting. However, at the end of the day, the younger child, who is only seven, did not end up making it into the cast. And that wasn't a huge surprise to me, just given this was her first audition and she hasn't done nearly as many shows as my older daughter has done and those types of things. But she was still pretty disappointed, which I can 120% understand. I was the type of person that usually got on stage but was never the star. So I've been through the audition process quite a bit and I understand her disappointment. And we really 
we talked through it ahead of time. So beforehand, hold on, I've got to take a quick break to talk to my three-year-old. Okay, crisis averted with the three-year-old and I can continue if I can remember exactly where I was at. Basically, we had talked prior to the audition about how we were going to handle it if we did not make the show. I talked about that with both of my daughters. This is a huge part of what it means to be proactive. So we were thinking ahead to a situation that may occur and we were trying to problem solve how we would respond in that situation. So we had already had that conversation and we had tried to really work together to figure out the ways that we would respond to others if we didn't make it, the way we would handle it internally with ourselves if we didn't make it. We talked about how it's okay to feel disappointed and it's okay to feel sad. Then we talked about externally what that might look like. So how we would respond if one person made it and not the other person in our family, which is what ended up happening. So we had a lot of conversations. And so that was my part as far as a parent of being proactive for trying to see what might happen in the situation and helping them to be proactive and to kind of think through that, that situation. And so that's exactly what happened with my daughter. And because we were able to be proactive, I think, and really process that ahead of time, that didn't take away her feelings of disappointment. It didn't negate that she was sad or that it was still kind of a struggle and something to deal with, especially, you know, no one likes rejection. No one likes to feel like they weren't good enough for something, right? So that was, those were still things that she was feeling. But because we talked about it ahead of time, because we were proactive, because we looked ahead and thought about what the problem could be before the problem became a problem, we were able to process the situation much more quickly. And she was able to much more quickly look on the bright side of things, of other opportunities that she would have this summer because she wasn't in rehearsal and other ways that she was going to have fun this summer, even though she didn't make the show and that type of thing. And one piece of advice that I give my kids when disappointment occurs, because disappointment in life is going to occur. Things are going to happen that aren't fair to us. There are going to be fluke accidents that we have no control over that negatively impact us. We are even going to have people or situations where we are personally attacked or where people are actively being mean to us. Those things are going to happen. And no amount of trying to keep our kids in a bubble is going to prevent those things from happen. So at happening. So as parents, being proactive to discuss those types of situations and figure out possible scenarios where there will happen and help them think through those ahead of time are, is a first step. And a second piece of advice that I give my kids is to give yourself a limit of how long you're going to wallow in the feelings that you have. So when you're mad or sad or stressed or name another emotion that your child has, whatever it is, when any of those things happen, we talk about how long is appropriate for us to be upset about this. So in something like not making the show, 
I gave her a day. I said, you know what, you're going to need some time to process this. Why don't you, you know, if you want to cuddle, we can do that. If you want to go to your room and just listen to music and relax, whatever it is, you know, that you kind of want to do. And that depends on the child or the person, you know, how they're going to wallow the best <laughs> in their feelings. Uh, but once that time limit is up, once you've kind of agreed on that, this is kind of the time limit, then we're going to be proactive once again and start to make choices to move forward in spite of the circumstance. Uh, other circumstances where a smaller amount of time might be appropriate, like for example, if you felt like your teacher was rude to you or a friend did something that hurt your feelings. So those are bad situations. You don't want your child to be in that situation. You want them to feel their feelings fully, but maybe a half an hour or an hour is more appropriate for the type of wallowing and the type of processing they need to do before it's like, all right, now we're going to be proactive. We're going to choose how we respond from this point forward because that is what we were responsible for. We're not responsible for what they did to us or how the situation kind of came about necessarily, although we might be. But not it's not necessarily our fault, but now we are responsible for how we respond and what our actions are. And that, 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 that right there is the heart of being proactive, is being responsible for how we move forward and what our next choice is after these difficult things happen. So as a discussion point for mom and daughter today, those strong moms raising fierce daughters, I would love for the moms to share the last time that life kind of handed you lemons, you know, something that happened that wasn't quite to your taste or something that rubbed you the wrong way or something that was really unfortunate. And then how did you handle it? How did you move forward? How long did it take you to move forward? Uh, I play a game with myself and it has to do with what I call returning to joy. So how quickly from the time of an incident, whether it's uh, negative words with my kids or my husband to an interaction in traffic or whatever it is, how long or how quickly can I get back to joy? How quickly can I remember gratitude and blessings and return to a joyful state of being? So that's a game that you can also play with your kids or with yourself even. And and um, as you talk about kind of the, the most recent situation where you kind of needed to make some lemonade out of lemons. So thank you once again for joining us, me, us. I feel like I'm talking straight to you, so it's us together. But thank you for joining me for the Be The Benchmark podcast. I would love to hear some feedback on this episode. I feel like my first few episodes were pretty stilted, maybe not quite as natural in the way that I talk and the way that I communicate. And so I've tried a little bit different approach for this episode, for episode number six. So I would love to hear your feedback and let me know what you think. If you're on iTunes or some sort of listening device where you can leave feedback and leave a rating for my podcast, I would be so eternally grateful for you to do that. But until I talk to you next time, go out and choose your thoughts, create your life, and change the world. You are the benchmark. Have a great day.